Welcome to Cancel. We are back. Uh, this is going to be a fast turnaround. As soon as we're done recording this, I got to put it out because it is Thursday at like 625. Uh, sorry, we're a little late on the podcast, but we are back with a fucking wild show. <laughs> uh, whoa. All right. So that's uh, Carlton Wilcoxon is here. How's it going, Carlton? It's going good. It's going good. What's up, y'all? Uh, so we uh, we watched the first two episodes of Profit. Profit. Okay, before hold on. Before we get into the show, uh, you just got back from Ecuador. Yeah, spent what? spent six days in Ecuador. It's crazy. What, what were you doing in Ecuador? Uh, I don't know, man. It's taking advantage of uh, you know uh, another country's uh, infrastructure, and then going out uh, in the mountains and stuff, and trying to find some zen, some bliss, some things. So it was a cool time, cool people, uh, and I don't know. Uh, first time I ever been out the country, so it was kind of nice to just. That's crazy too to go like you didn't go to like Canada, nah. or, <laughs> you know, like an English speaking place straight to Ecuador. Do you speak Spanish? Uh, very bad. My Spanish is so bad. Like there would be times where I know I'm getting ripped off, but I couldn't like verbalize like, hey, I, <laughs> like I know that I know what you're trying to do. Hey, hey, so like you I just would just gotta take my money. <laughs> yeah, that's just take because I feel bad. Like I, what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna hop out like a taxi cab. Like I'm over this. I'm an American. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 just take the money, man. I, you, you know. Know, like, What's the exchange rate like? Like they use the U- favorable. Or? They use the U.S. dollar. Oh, word, word. So, the, but they don't take anything over like a twenty, and even a twenty is like you go. Know, like, what am I going to do with this? So, like, wow, you get like mad uh, Sacagawea coins over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. So, like, how far does a dollar go? Like, what's dinner cost? Oh man, I mean, my best meal was like this grilled chicken plate with like rice, beans, uh, plantains, potatoes, a side salad. And like this uh, ahi sauce and like a tea, and that was like two dollars. Whoo! All right, <laughs> yeah. something about that third world exchange rate that don't sound bad. It was dope. It was until dope. you until you lost your passport or thought you did it. Yeah, I lost my passport, man, and that was crazy. Uh, really, if I would have just like been a little bit lazier and just like went to sleep or something, it would have all worked out. But like, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. I, me freaking out like I like it's the day of. I'm supposed to leave out like at eleven, and uh, I. I check it to like my hostel and i don't have my passport the lady's like are you still want to check in i'm like no i gotta go to like the embassy right now and get my passport they were just shut down for the day it was like three o'clock and they're like yo like we're done nobody's been here all day so they they decided to decide to make some phone calls bring some people in we get my like passport done in like the next hour i'm Mm -hmm. signing i'm swearing on stuff and I get back to my hostel, and the lady's like, hey, <laughs> the guys brought back your passport. And, uh, you know, so that was weird. How much is an emergency passport cost? $145. Ooh, that's like 300 meals. It's, three, it's a lot of meals. It's a lot of meals. And don't, don't, and don't go to customs with two passports, all right? Coming back. They <laughs> had all questions. They had to be on your <laughs> yeah. all, I'm sitting in the, in the glass box, just like staring at a man, just like, so to explain the story to me again for the third time. Uh, you, you have two passports. How do we know this is you? And it's like, the, 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 the information same, matches. It's the same shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the same person. I don't like, have like a mustache in one of them or some shit. <laughs> it, was, it was nuts. It was nuts. But, you know, it was still a fun time. You couldn't, couldn't ruin it. Speaking of fun times. Yeah. Profit. This show. Whoa. Okay. So a little frame of reference. This is uh this show debuted in nineteen ninety-six. Mm. Let me give you a couple of other TV shows that debuted in nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, what, what was so, going on in ninety six? Okay, so just to have a you got like uh 
Third Rock from the Sun, Seventh Heaven debuts in 1996. Tom Rhodes, friend of the podcast, comedian Tom Rhodes, Mr. Rhodes, very short-lived TV show, debuted in 96. (laughs) Nash Bridges. So, very, like... Whoa. Very, sort of, Boston Commons, uh, uh, what is this other show, uh... Homeboys in Outer Space. Homeboys in Outer Space. (laughs) Homeboys in Outer Space. So you're talking pretty standard TV show, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're talking pretty, I don't want to say generic. Some of these shows have gone on to be successful. But you're talking sitcoms, pretty standard dramas. Yeah. And then Profit, which is... Oh, man. So, okay. So, just Okay. So, Profit is a show... Uh, about it's one of the first shows I think with a villain for the main character. In that way, it is very ahead of its time. It is very much sort of the precursor to like a Breaking Bad or a Sopranos. Yeah, but- in the in the way that there weren't amoral heroes at the time, right? Our okay. hero is a bad dude. Yeah. Our main character, person we are following, story is a is a villain. Yeah, that's not common at the time. Okay. It is also very wildly dated. Yeah. It is somehow equally ahead of its time and way, I don't think behind the time is the right term, but like. I don't know what they were trying to go for with the futuristic things that are popping well, up. Well, I want to first just address the the thing that made me mad from the very beginning. This character, so the character is a, a man who is shown up to work at this like multinational <laughs> corporation of some kind. I don't know what the kind of I don't know what kind of business they do. They own businesses. <laughs> at some point during this film they they buy but during these episodes they buy a baby food company. They're yeah. just like a conglomerate. But his name is Jim, Jim Profit. Jim Profit. Fuck off. <laughs> like like Brian Cranston's name isn't Steve Methamphetamines. Like that's just the laziest shit in the world. It, it it started off so lame. It started off with just him and this creep voice and just like just like trying to use all the corporate lingo, but like it still didn't make any sense. Yo, yeah, for sure. It didn't it make was, any sense. It was at a all. show about the business world not written by businessmen. <laughs> so none of that really like added up. Uh they also so it all it has a weird voiceover that Oh wait, hold on. The 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 Jim Bradway. Is like a kind of a kind of a voice like this, and he likes to talk, and he says these slogans, these things, these anecdotes, if you will. Like, <laughs> he does, he does these weird voices, but and they're like, and they're, he's trying to be, I guess, deep, but like they're also like weird, and he's creepy. I don't know what he's it is. Very creepy. He's, 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 uh, I don't want to get to the big reveal just <laughs> yet, but so it, it's actually, I thought. So it opens with him naked staring at a fish tank. <laughs> and they literally do like the Austin Powers gag of him walking naked through the apartment, but things blocking his dick. Uh, uh, and I was like, oh, so this is weird. And I, as far as, I didn't know what the show was about. I was just like, it, it popped up a bunch of these lists. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is like a, a lot of, it was very critically well received at the time. Uh, so I was like, okay, let's check this out. And I was like, oh, this is going to be about a, like a serial killer. This feels like Jason Bateman, yeah. uh, Jason Bateman, Patrick Bateman from uh, American Psycho or something like that. He I, he may end up being that, but right now he is just a <laughs> uh, a 
wildly overambitious businessman who was willing to do whatever it takes to become the president of acquisitions at this company. What a weird goal. It is so weird. <laughs> what a weird... It's not, he doesn't want to own the company. No. He doesn't want to. Yeah, it is so weird to just. He wants to be president of acquisitions. <laughs> no. That's it. That's that's what he's been. That's what that's what draws us into this thing. He's just like, yes, this is this is what I want to do for my, the rest of my life right here. Uh, and he also not only does he do voiceover, he talks to the camera like on the office or some shit, right? Yeah. Uh, but then the rest of the show is not like that. The rest of the show is just a show, and it randomly cuts to him either doing voiceover or talking to the camera. But the first thing, the first thing we realize that something's wrong with this dude is he shows there's a funeral for some guy that worked at this uh, at this business, right? We don't yeah. know him. And he approaches this woman and says that she was she's a secretary for or an assistant for somebody at the business, and he just starts like he tells her like, look, uh, he just knows a bunch of facts about her. First off, he's like, oh, you must have been seeing your mom. I know she has MS. She's in this hospital. Blah blah blah. Well, then, he starts with some charm. Okay, he throws <laughs> a pun in there. He's like, you know, the guy dies from heart attack, but he had the biggest heart. Oh, and we're just, oh, <laughs> just like, okay, kind of blocked that out. <laughs> So he's like, okay. And then he's like, but I know the facts about you. And he's yeah. like, what? And what it turns out is that she has been skimming, but a very small amount, like a couple hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. just to pay for her mother's – like to put her mother in a better nursing home essentially. Uh, yeah. She ra- she did the Superman uh, 3 theft that they do in uh, uh, the fucking Mike Judge movie. <laughs> where they uh they skim like 0.003 of percent yeah. off of every dollar and she managed off of every third ninth seventh and ninth transaction and that's how he got onto it and they never explain how he found out all this information how he gets access to the information because <laughs> he doesn't work there and he needs her so basically he blackmails her with this information that yeah. says, I don't think this what you're doing is really that bad, but I'm going to need a favor to keep like keep quiet about it. I need you to give me 20 minutes alone on your boss's computer. Uh, so my point is, he needed her to get access to the computer, so how the fuck did he get any of this information? <laughs> he knew about the mom. He knew about how much he's skimmy. He just has a packet of papers that he's looking at, and it's like, my first day's tomorrow, but I want you to know that like yeah. I know what you've been doing with these few hundred dollars. And it's like... What 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 the Jim Profits is coming off as a creep, is coming off as a bad comedian and just like a stalker dude with like no explanation of his information or where he's getting it from well, in the I, first five minutes. Here's what's so weird about it is I think we eventually get some idea of where he's getting this information, but it yeah. doesn't actually make sense. <laughs> so he gets this is Okay, so he uh, gets the access to the computer. They go to the desk like after hours, and he's like making her type on his computer. And this makes me so mad. (laughs) And it's it's a thing that happens in a lot of bullshit like early internet age kind of movies where he's like, all right, I need to see the files on whatever. And instead of it being – you know, it is 1996, right? So Windows 95. It should be just Windows 95 or some similar – uh, or just text the, the black and green screen just Easy. going in. Just yeah, basic interface would have made perfect sense. <laughs> what it is is a virtual tour of an of the office that they're in oh in God. like the worst computer graphics ever, and then. <laughs> He's like, I need to see the files on so-and-so. And it, like, goes into that person's office and opens a file drawer. That wasn't – not only was that not what computers were like in 1996, it was – no. It, nobody thought that that's what computers were going to be like. Yeah, there was that, never that an was, idea. That was the dumbest thing ever. To the point where – she, he's like, I need to see the files on so and so, and there's like a menu list on the side, 
And instead of like she moves the mouse or whatever to click on it, <laughs> and a whole hand? CGI hand no. comes on screen and touches it. What are we doing? It, to paint the picture, it's like if somebody told you to f- use a filing system that utilized The Sims. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's like way like but yeah, bad, the <laughs> worst <laughs> graphics, bad. The worst way, graphics in The Sims so to the point where throughout the episode, basically this, the, and this is like a two parter. The first two episodes are one story, and uh, he is kind of working his way up the food chain and he's blackmailing people and sabotaging people to get them in trouble so they kind of get out of the way so he can make his way up the corporate ladder, right? So every time he, like, gets somebody out of his way, a a picture of them comes up on the screen and then shatters. blows up. Why is that programmed into this app? I don't understand. I feel like that was the majority of their budget for this show, which is making that program of just them and this exploding CGI bodies and faces of just saying, this guy's been eliminated. That's yeah, their version yeah, of Fired, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know why this is happening. I need to say something now before we get too far into this. I kind of like this show. <laughs> I, need, I know I'm shitting on it pretty heavy right now. But I legitimately, by the end, there's enough, the end, there's enough cool. craziness happening that I'm like, oh, I need to know what the fuck we're gonna do here. It's some drama, like some real, some real juicy drama. Because like the first, the first part of the show, you're just trying to understand like the motive. Because it's not enough to be like, I just want to be the president of acquisitions, yeah. and like sometimes when you just go after what you want then you get what you need like he's doing this weird creepy voice he's, yeah. he has a weird motive and like you don't really understand why he's doing stuff and i guess they're trying to set up the story and do a little foreshadowing stuff but like none of it makes any sense and there's no real conflict going on well that's what's so weird is <laughs> it's kind of all conflict yeah and no conflict at the exactly. same time because he doesn't have any connection to any of these people and we don't really have a connection to him no. he, we just kind of are dropped into his into his world <laughs> so he he goes on a computer and he finds out that they've bought this baby food company that's supposed to no it's not even baby food it's apple juice because they eventually buy baby food i think it's like baby apple juice or something yeah uh and it turns out it's supposed to be super healthy it turns out it's all sugar and he finds uh communications like internal memos that they knew it was all sugar and should we replace it to make it healthy and they're like no it's cheaper to just let it be all sugar and lie to people and then that gets that he leaks that information to the press now they're in trouble the guy he wants to replace is in trouble yeah doesn't get him quite fired yet but he's in trouble um so of course they have the big meeting, the big round table to talk about what's going on. They're getting killed in the news. And, we, and we, they're getting killed in the news and we meet Kind of the upper board of this company. There's the main CEO guy. Now I'm going to tell you, we meet like 27 characters. <laughs> yeah. So I do not remember most of their names. But he meets, we meet uh, the board. And there's the CEO who's mm-hmm. like the main guy. His younger brother is on the board. It's, it appears to be like some maybe their father made this company or something. Yeah. Uh, there's a woman named Mary who everyone loves. She is uh, super dedicated to this business. 18 years no way it's her, right? She yeah. couldn't be the leak. They're, they, they're trying to figure out who the leak is. And it's Jim's first day. And somebody's like, well, of course, we all just have to take lie detectors. And whoever fails lie detector, that's who took it. And Jim Prophet stands up and says, like, well, couldn't it be anybody? Like, there's 60,000 people have access to this system. Do they? Do if they, they yeah. did, why did you need to blackmail this woman to get into <laughs> This is the- a random woman. It doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, he, and then he's like, 
if you want people like I know this is my first day, but if you want people to uh, take a lie detector test and maybe this isn't the place for me because I don't believe in treating a company. He's like, I, he, here's what he says. I forgot about it. The first thing he says, is he says, like, I know this is a company, but I think of it as a family. Why? <laughs> this is day one. You've been here for 45 minutes. He literally admits to what the crime that he did 100%. was. He's like, <laughs> as, as his opening on his first day while this round table, he's like, it could have been me. I could have went in, found some things in the books, yeah. blackmailed somebody. And then got the system. And then, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he's he like, what? All of it. <laughs> and D-Ton is like, yeah, it's, it's probably you, man. Like, I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, saying, you did it. Like, sounds too specific. He did, the, he did the OJ if I did it, but like, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And on his first day and the first opening scene of like being in the company, this is very weird. But then he's like, no, but like, I think we're a family and we stand for morals and I think we shouldn't have a lie detector test. And the CEO swayed. He's like, yeah, man. Yeah. He says to him, <laughs> this is your first day. Well, then you know what that means? You're the only person here I trust. Well, you're a fucking idiot. This man's clearly <laughs> fucking with you. You're trusting a, a clear stranger off the street with a creep voice. Like, come on. Like, don't, don't do that. Uh huh. We meet. So I'm trying to figure out. Yes. Okay. So first we meet. Uh, they bring in a security expert. This woman who uh, <laughs> is some some sort of maybe used to be a cop or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, know what her, her her experience is, but she has the right to like. I know this. <laughs> she's not currently a cop. No. I know that for a fact. So I don't know how she keeps like interrogating people. But what I guess like if you work there, she's your boss says you have to answer these questions. You got to answer the questions. So that kind of yeah. makes sense. But she has this line where she says, um, "They're trying to figure. They're talking about like who could it be and." Uh, <laughs> the guy's like, oh, not Mary. She's a nun. And she says, I wrote it down. She goes, I once arrested a nun, killed a priest. I'm like, why, why did you why'd she do that? And he's like, because he, he dumped her for a choir boy. Okay. Hold on. That is putting a lot of uh, consent onto that choir boy. Yeah. He didn't dump you for a choir. He didn't then start a consensual relationship <laughs> with that child. He's molesting a child. How weird is it for him to be like, sorry, I found someone else. It's a child I'm molesting. That's fucking crazy. Why is she bringing this up right now? I don't Why understand. Is she even talking? It's like, yo, like, okay, so were you a cop? Like, are you currently a cop? Do you have a gun on you? What is happening right now? <laughs> uh, but here's what I think is it mildly interesting is it kind of is like oh this show will go fucking anywhere mm-hmm. this is fox this is yeah. just network tv and we get another very weird introduction uh well hold on before we do that the sec the security woman is uh you had slept with the guy who jim prophet is framing yeah the, the glasses dude the glasses dude <laughs> who's one of the the current president of acquisitions yeah um or no, he is the current vice president of acquisitions. The president's the dead guy, right? Yeah. That's the job he's going for. Yeah. She, he was uh, separated from his wife. They, uh, he fact this, they banged this girl, and then he got back together with the wife. So there's some past like weirdness going on with them. But they say it all in like one minute. It's super fast. <laughs> they get that information <laughs> if, out. Very if you, you blink, if you just like doze off for a little bit, you would not understand. There is why. a <laughs> lot of like exposition delivered through his voiceover <laughs> that if you're not paying attention, you'll be like, "What? Huh? What happened?" Yo, when he was introduced. Introducing the security guard, I guess because he has the background on everybody. He's like, yeah, she does like Taekwondo and is like a vegetarian or something. Yeah. And I don't know if her protein intake is what she needs. But he's doing this while like that eating a the, pork chop. He's eating like a big ass pork chop with his hands. But then he says, I don't know if she's getting enough protein intake. And I'm like, what? is that a cum? 
much? Like, is she too talking about swallowing? Because other than, I don't get the context. Of I, I don't understand. And he's like shirtless in front of a computer. He is telling- naked in front of a computer at all times. Now, that is another question I have before we get to the big reveal at the end, which is he needs access he blackmails that woman to get access to the computer because he needs access to this computer. Then we keep seeing him naked in front of the fucking weird Sims computer system. So the whole episode, I'm like, is he just staying after work, <laughs> getting naked? naked as fuck, and then getting on the computer? I don't understand. And his so hair is always his hair weird. is like Edward Scissorhands hair. Yeah, like yeah going it's crazy like and crazy stick up. Pump. So you don't understand like why, like what, what is the time frame of reference? That, like what is happening that like he cuts away and he's just doing these and making these like puns, and he still has the Sims graphics generator going on on I guess. This computer, so right. it's, it's so all very weird. It's very weird. We then he then comes home. It's either home or into his office. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember which. And there's this woman there with red hair. She's got a real southern accent. Mm-hmm. She walks up. She says something like "I missed you," and like starts making out with him, full on making out with him. Yeah. And then he stops and says, "Hi, mom." And I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, that kind of that 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 that's when it got interesting. I'm like, okay. Ahead of the curve <laughs> right. on the incest porn in ninety six. It's so popular now that in ninety six you are you are a trendsetter. Come on, this is, this is nuts. <laughs> and then it goes to commercial, or at least states the black. We're <laughs> yeah. watching it on YouTube. There's no commercials, but it states the black. And I was like, okay, Fox, you're really doing something. It comes back, and he goes like. She was my stepmom, and it's like I guess that's better, but it's yeah, still it's fucking weird. weird. But he made and he makes a point of saying she was my stepmom from the time I was eight. That's too young. That's, that's it, that, like if young. you hit like eighteen, you yeah. can. It's still gross, it's whatever. But like if you're an adult, what I, I guess that's just shitty family dynamics. But you were a child. <laughs> that's very weird. We also find out when uh, the when he meets the. Uh, I just want to backtrack for a second. When he meets the security lady, mm. she shakes his hand and she goes, she's like, uh, you know, I'm paid to notice things or whatever, to be observant. She's like, like, I noticed that you've had uh, plastic surgery. And he's like, what? How'd you know? She's like, well, oh, when I shook your hand and he has some sort of scar on his hand, she's like, was it a fire? And he says, no, I had a tattoo removed when I went to Wharton. There's not a lot of uh, MBAs with tattoos. Yeah. Uh, that's going to come that, back into play later. Yeah, that comes back into play because when I first heard that line, I was like, that makes no sense. Yeah, I'm not plastic, buying it at all. Yeah, who gets plastic surgery? But I'm like, all right, maybe this show's not not just just doesn't understand or just trying to trying to make it work but no it it's a big it's a big tip it's big foreshadowing yes so definitely pay attention to all the lines and all the words and all because it kind of there is a lot of that (laughs) that's what's weird about this show it's fucking crazy right yeah but it's not like structurally it's not horribly written no the the all of the sort of ploys and backstabbing and all that stuff all makes perfect sense yeah it kind of flows into the next thing there's a lot of reveals that are kind of layered and good yeah. but then there's also just wild crazy <laughs> shit like him eating pork chops naked in front of his computer it's him, so weird him making out with his mom it's, it's it's making out with his mom yeah. and so his mom shows up and basically it tells him that she's found his dad mm. And uh, that he she he says something she's like shocked that he's still alive, and she's like says something about him living the whole his whole life in horrible pain and how third degree burns will do that to you. Yeah, and she basically she starts she blackmails him. It's not even basically she just says it. She wants a hundred grand up front and then fifty grand every three months, or I'm gonna tell him that I found you. And it's like oh okay, so something weird's going on with him and the dad. So yeah, that's it's, it's a mystery right there. Um, and that. He then the next thing he does is he so he has that that 
uh, assistant on the hook, right? Yeah. So he can just keep coming to her and demanding things. And he tells her that he needs her to uh, type up this memo on Wait, her boss's letterhead. We forgot the stepmom. She's a junkie. He, oh, finds, this, he finds a needle. He finds a needle with in her heroin. person. Yeah. All right. And this also comes into play l- later on in the story. Very true. But there's still some like some sexual tension going on, but still a some lot. weird. Uh, he fucks her later in the episode. Yeah. There's not. Like, it's, it's, it's sexual tension <laughs> describes the would she, will they, won't they, yeah, they situation. They do. At, at this point, you don't know. You just don't know because he's like, oh, I, could, I think of you as family and then gets naked and he turns around and goes through her stuff, right? Right. And right, so we're right. just like, okay, like, you know, maybe. Maybe they're just uh, you could tell something happened or something's going on, but maybe this is just like a weird thing, and they're not gonna they're actually not gonna let this play out. Yeah, but it fucking plays oh, they out. Play out oh, <laughs> it plays out. Whoa. Uh, so uh, so that's happening. There's another thing happening that the brother of the CEO guy, one of the other VPs, is his name is Pete. And Pete has a bit of a drinking problem oh, man, because Pete. Pete's dick doesn't work. Yeah, that's literally all we know is that he goes through Pete's shit. With, so he finds Pete. Pete's passed out drunk. Like Pete gets all angry at a at a tennis match and for and AIDS. Try at, at an AIDS benefit <laughs> tennis tournament. I never heard of this thing. So weird. And it, well, that's also what's weird is everything needs a lot of specifics. Yeah. It's not just oh, rich people at the tennis club. Yeah, it's for it. They have to make a point of it being for this tennis tournament. But then that also kind of comes back into play. Play. So and so he tell so they're at this tennis tournament for AIDS. He gets uh, Pete gets very drunk, beats up this tennis pro who's giving his wife lessons because or tries to gets yeah. his ass kicked. Uh, our hero, uh, by the way, the great Adrian Pazdar is the, our main character's name, <laughs> our actor's name. He was uh, on Heroes. I don't know if you watched Heroes at all. A little bit. He was the uh, like the senator who could fly. He was like the, oh. the yeah the older brother of wow. the main dude. Yeah, that's him. So he brings him home. Puts him to bed because he's all drunk, goes through his stuff and finds his tube of medicine. And he's like, and this is pre-Viagra. So he's like, uh, this is for uh, uh, medicine. Well, he says medicine, like like sore muscles, but also impotence. And he's like, no wonder he's so touchy or whatever. Uh, so he starts laying the groundwork like he's going to fuck Pete's wife. And yeah. this whole episode, I'm like, oh, he's going to fuck Pete's wife. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly, doesn't fuck Pete's wife. Fucks his stepmom. Doesn't fuck Pete's wife. Mm. Interesting. So, so Interesting. he's he's laying these, this groundwork that he's going to fuck Pete's wife. Meanwhile, he tells the secretary that he needs her to type up this memo on his uh, boss on the head boss's uh, uh, letterhead, not yeah. her boss, but the boss's boss. She's still going through with all this stuff just based off the fact of a couple hundred dollars. Yes. So, well, I think also part of it is that she has already now committed this one fraud mm-hmm. so she's just sort of like oh fuck i'm stuck in this lie now uh but so he basically he comes he makes this memo that tells the uh, vp guy that he can discuss this thing in public but he can't and he gets fucking thrown under the bus now she tells she eventually is like i can't take this anymore yeah she, i don't want to do this she she's tells, out she goes to the uh security lady who is now working with the guy who's being framed and says jim prophet made me lie she's blackmailed me they come back to like get a deposition from her to that statement but Pro- jim prophet's already shown up he's just in her house yeah he's and like, he tells her like look <laughs> it's crazy i went back through the books and it's, you didn't see a couple hundred dollars you stole 3.2 million dollars or whatever this huge amount of money was and she's like no i didn't he's well it looks like i made it look like you did so you got to just keep going through with this or you're going to fucking jail and he has mo- the other creepy thing is he has 
He's like starts going like, and what about your mom? You know, she, Yo. so she calls the hospital. The mom's gone, and I was like, oh shit, he's kidnapped her mom. But she, he moved her. He pretended to be her husband, which she doesn't have one. White privilege is so crazy. That he, she just I'm her husband, and I'm just gonna move this mom out of here. Imagine a level Yo. of white privilege where they don't ask you for ID and they just give you a white lady. Yo. They just give you a comatose <laughs> white lady. Uh, and he has moved her to a nicer place and basically yeah. tells her, look, if you keep, look, you either go to jail for a felony or you keep working with me and I've put your mom up. You never have to pay another medical bill in your life. So where he's getting all yeah, this yeah. money, money I is don't added. know. Jim Profit is, is, is a owing one lady, his stepmom, like a hundred thousand, $200,000 yeah, yeah, plus 50 yeah. grand whatever, every, yeah. every month Three or something. Months, yeah. Right. And he's, he's paying for another lady's elderly mom to get medical attention right. on his first day. <laughs> on his first day. He also then, takes the his stepmom when she shows up to collect he's like has her meet her at this giant penthouse apartment and tells her like this is your place yeah uh it's in your name free and clear you don't own it we find out he paid 250 grand cash or something cash the first day cash uh and he's basically hands her a stack of cash and he's like go shopping or whatever so he's, he's trying to keep her quiet Meanwhile, he tells somebody at the firm to start trying to look for her for his father. Yeah, says like this guy we owe the company owes him dividends or something. So uh, he's probably going to be in uh, check hospitals with burn wards or whatever. This is very complicated, but it also isn't confusing. It's laid out well when you watch it, so it all kind of flows and makes sense. Uh, um, When he blacks, he gets the other woman to recant, say it wasn't him. Uh, it was Mary. Mary. Remember the Ma- Mary, the, Mary nun. the nun. The nun, Mary. She's and been at the company for so long. She tells mm. she tells the boss that she made her do it. And they're like, why would Mary why would Mary come to you with this? And she goes, because we are lovers. Ooh. And uh, she became obsessed with me and lost her mind. And when I wouldn't go through with the blackmail, she's threatening me. And he, she's like, I have all these letters because he had... It was crazy. At one point, we see him forging <laughs> handwritten letters <laughs> on, on a computer. computer. It was so weird. I don't know what that. I but don't get it. You just gotta, you just gotta kind of go with it when you see the computer stuff. It, it kind of take you out of it because, like, it's you know, 2019. Yeah, yeah. But I guess yeah. if you're like in '96, like it, it's not, it's not. No, it's also that. dumb for '96. I was 19 <laughs> in '96. And she was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> um, oh well, then never mind. I take that all back. But shout out to to the girl, the secretary. Yeah, she. In order to stay with the lie and the fraud, she gave up her fellow woman. Yeah. And, and she threw gay people under she the threw bus. Threw lesbians <laughs> under the bus. Yeah, so it's like, you know what? She's she's playing along for the sake of her mom, so you kind of feel for her. But at the same time, you're just like, how is how are you going to keep up this lie with, like, Mary? And, like... Yeah. Like, well, Mar- But they figure it out. They go, like... The prophet tells the boss, like, look, we can't publicly fi- bring this up and as a reason to fire her because like sexual harassment lawsuit out the ass we don't need this but her contract is up in like a month so we just let her contract <laughs> expire we don't tell her why we don't rehire her she's gone and everybody's fine we gotta keep the secretary on because she came forward and she's gotta we gotta pay her so she'll be quiet so they kind of explain it so for the listeners his first day, he admits to the crime, but then says it's not him and that, like, it could be anybody. Right. On his second day, he gets accused of a crime of fraud, but right. then says, no, it's this other lady. And he's giving the CEO, hey, Mary, I know her contract is up. Yeah, and- how- why do you know that? <laughs> You're know not contract- in charge of HR. <laughs> I know her con- it's the second day. I know her contract's up. And look, this will be bad. This will be bad publicity on his second day, right? 
obviously there should be some red flags by the CEO, but he's like, no, you know what? This Jim Profit guy, yeah, he's, he's he's got my back. All he's right, good. <laughs> he's good people. Uh, he's he's going places. <laughs> Our CEO, we find out every year sleeps. Cheats on his wife with a new. She gets. He has a new mistress every year. Yeah. It's and there's. It's such a known thing amongst the company that there's a pool. Mm. They make a pool about who's it going to be. He always fucks some up and coming woman in the company. The only black person in this entire hour well, and a half show. Well, there, there. I, I marked it. There were actually. Did you see others? Because there, there were three other black people. Okay, were they all hotel staff? Uh, because I feel like there might have been a bellboy or something. <laughs> there was. There was. Okay. There was a bellboy. Okay. There was a when you when it panned over the tennis at the AIDS, there was one black guy <laughs> going in playing tennis. One Arthur Ashe oh, yeah. impersonator. One there, and then when they were when him and the uh, uh, Pete, the little brother CEO's yeah. wife, when they're just dancing at this gala at this uh, AIDS Kinda, benefit, yeah. they they pans over to a black guy dancing <laughs> real quick. Is he by himself? Is <laughs> no, he just okay, he's he's dancing somebody, okay. but you see the back of his that, head, gotcha. and I'm just like, okay, all right, all right, they're trying, they're trying to we're put here. him in there. But no, no the, other speaking. Roles. The only black person with any lines yeah. is the woman that the CEO is going to try to fuck. She's, a, she's somehow the head of cosmetics. What is this company? <laughs> I don't understand. The, the head of cosmetics at this acquisition company. I don't understand what this business model is. <laughs> so he he's going to bang this this lady. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, he is laying the groundwork of fucking Pete's wife. He keeps like bringing home Pete when he gets too drunk. Yeah. Or uh, he's like, will like he kisses her at one point, then he calls mm. her. He says there's a voiceover. He's like, if you want somebody to be obsessed with you, give them their heart, give them your heart, and then close it off or take it away or whatever he says. Pete's very important because Pete also wants the the dead guy's job. He wants the same job that and that or that Jim Profit is going after. So Jim Profit kind of sets him up. He's like, yo, I know this company that's going to be like really big and the next big thing. He says all this in Asana. This all happens in like one minute. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's like, I got this great lead on this business. They're going to be huge. You got to go to. It might even be Ecuador. It might be crazy. He has to go somewhere far away. He has to leave the country. And I was like, oh, he's getting out of the country to go fuck his wife. Um, So you got to go. He's like, I can't handle it. I got too much on my plate. I'm too new. It should be somebody senior. You go handle it. It's going to be a huge acquisition for the company. So Pete goes. He spends that time trying to, like, uh, oh, this is where it comes back. Pete says, uh, well, me and the missus made it to the finals of this tennis tournament mm-hmm. uh if i'm not there she's gonna be pissed and jim's like oh i'll play with her you know i play tennis and yeah and then i you know you of can course me of course jim profit plays tennis of okay of course he does um jim profit uh sends him on his way he then next time he sees pete he pete gets too drunk pete brags about having this letter of intent mm-hmm. from the company and the uh his older brother the ceo is like he's like what do you want to see i got the letter of intent right here and he's like i want to see a signed contract or whatever <laughs> so when he gets pissed drunk and passes out he uh profit leans in and starts making out with his wife but only to distract her so he can steal the letter of intent mm. which he then fucks with yeah. and changes a date that uh, this is so – it's actually really good. I'm it's, getting yeah, more amped as I talk it, about it. It's, it's, so he sets up – he tells the uh, Pete's wife, like, I have to be with you. I can't take this anymore. We need to have a weekend together. We're going to go up to this hotel. Now, he's sending her to a t- hotel where he knows the CEO is going to go fuck the black chick from Cosmet. Yep. He's sending her to that same hotel. Same hotel. 
uh, while the, uh, the, the CEO is pretending to be on a fishing trip. Mm-hmm. She shows up at the hotel. He calls her. He's at the hotel, but he's hiding. And he's like, look, we can't do this. I'm Pete's friend. We can't cheat on Pete. He's doing um, this while he's still there, though. He's still at the hotel. He's, <laughs> he's at, at the, the hotel, hotel hiding, but literally he's just in the other room. Like, you can watching. see him watching. If he can see her, watching she can see him. But the timing's perfect. It's insane. <laughs> the timing is crazy. He t- and what, so he does this, but he also fucks with these documents. And uh, one of the people at the, at the company calls him and says, oh, my God, look, I don't know how this happened, but the date on this is – if this doesn't – if these papers are going to get signed by today at 5, we owe this company $2.5 million. Crazy. Uh, she, he's like, okay, send it to fucking – get drive it to Pete's house right now. Pete will – and he's like, oh, well, the CEO has to sign it, but the CEO's on this fishing trip. He's not on the fishing trip. He's at the hotel trying to fuck the black chick. Yep. So he tells Pete – uh, he tells him to drive it to Pete's house. Pete will take it to the CEO where he's, wherever he's fishing. It has yep. to be done. So Pete drives to the hotel. She, he tells Jim Prophet tells the lady on the phone, the wife that he's going to try to fuck us. We got to get out of here. Just meet me in the lobby. Yeah. She walks into the lobby. As she walks into the lobby, Pete's car peels to a stop in front of the business. I was like, how the fuck did you time that? <laughs> yeah. Like that's a little too. Like you yeah. directed him to the lobby, knowing that. The CEO is going to walk in, and Pete's going to walk in at the same time. Yeah. And Pete's going to say, you're fucking my wife. You're here with my wife. And he punches the fucking CEO. Yeah, up. starts beating him up in the lobby in front of everybody. This is when we start to learn that like Jim Profit is like a financial 007. Like, yeah, he's, he's got, the puppet he's got, master. He's got, he's got all the things going. But there's somebody. There's people hot on his tail. They know that he's doing crimes right now. Yes. This, this is so where- the, the, secretar- the, uh, the security lady and the guy who's job he wants or yeah. the guy below the guy the guy who needs to take his job so he can become the president uh who by the way <laughs> has to be said a terrible actor Very who bad. is in no way cut out for the cloak and dagger aspect of this job he can kind of pull off mildly uh mildly sort of out of it ceo yeah. kind of good natured he thinks we should do the right thing with the baby food or whatever yeah but also is a little uh, oblivious to what's actually going on the second he has to like start running down leads, it's like this guy's not you are not cut out for this. You don't believe that he ever had a, an affair with the security. No, it doesn't make ever. any sense. You never believe that. Like, you're like, why? She's got she no see? swag, and she's <laughs> no. kind of hot. Like yeah. she's like she's nineties hot. She yeah. doesn't have like a body, but like she's pretty. She's like confident. Obviously, it was. It, it's so you know. She also hold on a second. Very casually drops some wild <laughs> shit. So at one point, he has to like they're having a couple. There's a couple lines where she's like, uh, "Hey, it's a little uncomfortable for me, uh, you know, hanging out with you after we had this, after we fucked or whatever." There's just little moments like that. Yeah, uh, he has a drunk wife who has just gotten sober, who is. He's gotten this very tenuous relationship back together, and she's mad. She's like, I know our secret, our therapist told us I should try to see things from your point of view, so I'm sure it's perfectly reasonable that you were hanging out with the woman you fucked until <laughs> like, 1 o'clock in the morning. It, in the morning, but, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. suspicious. Yeah. And they just hug it out. That was Completely it. Completely just hug it out. So it out. the secretary, at one point, I don't remember what, at, at, like, preempts it or what actually, like, uh, gets her to say this, but she's uncomfortable about something. Oh, no, it's because she doesn't trust Jim Prophet. She's like, yeah. I don't trust him. It's in his eyes. She goes out. She's like, you know, my my sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had a sister when she was a kid who used to abuse her. Now, I don't they don't make it out like the sister's much older than her. Mm. But she says 
while I was sleeping, she would put a cord. I would wake up and she would put a, a she would have a cord around my neck, strangling me. And then the the CEO guy says, not CEO, but like the, her partner in crime yeah. goes like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that." <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they just, just keep, keep going. they just keep, move on. That's keep it. Going. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that is a crazy thing to just drop very like nonchalantly into conversation that my yeah. sister used to try to kill me at night. This, and this is them walking on the docks, talking, yeah, just up, having just, a conversation. Just, just like, look, I know there's something going on with this fraud guy. And this guy's suspicious because he reminds me of my sister who used to strangle me. It's just like, what? So the stepmom shows up at the AIDS benefit yeah. dinner. At yep. the dinner. And he ha- she's like drunk. She's like, I want to see Jim Prophet or whatever. So he has to like h- h- like rush her out real fast. But yeah. people see. People the, see this The, the security person sees the see Everyone sees. So uh, she's like, I got bored and I was broke or whatever. She needs more money. That's when he takes her back to the fucking room and fucks her so she'll yeah. calm down. Now he doesn't just he threatens her. Well, he, oh, that's the other thing. They fuck at the they fuck when he gives her the apartment. Yeah, and he tells her like he's like you know why people pay for uh, so much for these for building a uh, uh, a place in this building? They should have privacy, three foot wall, three foot thick walls. He's like you could scream all you want, no one would hear you. I bet you could fire a gun and nobody would even notice. He's just threatening her life. And it's yeah. it's done. It's not he's clearly casual. threatening her, right? Yeah, but casual. It's a casual but with with <laughs> yeah. ominous, right? Like with I thought he was going to kill her right then and I, there. Yeah, for sure. I'm I like, thought oh, that was it. He was just yeah. done with her. I, yeah. I I I am surprised. <laughs> I fully expected like murder early in this episode. Yep. Didn't get it. But he he threatens her real hard and then he fucks her. She says some shit like, mommy needs her bad boy. It's fucking <laughs> creepy. She says that. Also, the guy, Pete at the dinner, uh, when he's drunk, looks at the waiter and's like, if you're done staring at my wife's tits, I'll take the check. And I was like, I did not know you could say tits on Fox in 1993. <laughs> that really threw uh, me for a loop. You could probably throw in like one or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I feel it. like NYPD Blue had that thing where like after 10, you could say bitch or something. You know what um... I mean? There was like a weird thing like that. So there's also there's just so many there's a couple like really fucking dumb lines in this. So the secretary, I'm sorry, the security lady and the guy are like trying to figure out what's going on, and they uh, realize that the stepmom something we should look into her. Something's wrong yeah. with her. Who is this lady? Why does she have? She's popped out of nowhere. She's from Tulsa, yeah. and she put two hundred two hundred thousand. Somehow they in. find out yeah. who she. Oh, they follow her. Somehow, and they find her outside the apartment. They look in the apartment. They get the name. They realize who she. It's like she's from this small town. Uh, oh, they find out because they call a random sheriff. Well, they ha- call the sheriff after they find out who she is because they find oh, out where yeah. she's from. That's fucking crazy. Well, get, I'm getting to that very <laughs> much. So. so they're doing all this research, right? Mm-hmm. And they find they start following her. They trace her back to this small town in Tulsa. They find out that she was married to this guy, and they. F- Here's what I'm supposed to say about terrible fucking writing. He said the guy, uh, the the boss guy who's working with her is like going through the computer. Oh, and he says uh, I've gone back but for ten years and I haven't found anything about her. And she go, and the security lady says, "Well, go back 15. And he's like, oh, 
right, like it's going to be a ton of work. Yeah. And then he just types it in the computer like 15 years, enter, and her name just comes up. <laughs> 50- Why didn't you just go back 50 years? Why <laughs> yeah. didn't you do that from the beginning if that's all it takes? Three seconds. It's, it's a, it's a three Google seconds. search. Why did <laughs> No montage of like they're searching all yeah, night. Yeah, going through like the microfiche <laughs> yeah. of the library. Hey, Nothing. He just said go 15 years and it was boom. Kid, kid, kid tries to burn up his father. So he, they, she finds out that she was married to a guy whose son chained him to a bed and set him on fire. Now, this was cool. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, now it's getting like, oh, yeah. we're getting fucking serious. This, this is where it's like, oh, man. I'm liking the twists and turns and stuff. Because so, we find out a lot about, about Jim Prophet, like right. why he wants to see his father or uh, what he did. What, what, what is it about his father? his father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened why with his father? Why are you able to blackmail him with just the fact that the father's alive? He's right? still he's still, he's tying up some of the loose ends of like the wife and stuff that he seduced uh, and drunk Pete. And so they go to uh, so the security lady and the guy uh, track down the sheriff from the town. Yeah, and they this conversation <laughs> uh, fucking bu- like was wild, but it also bugged me. Yeah, he says like, yeah, that boy. He's like, I'm not going to say he was right to set his dad on fire, but, like, I get it. And basically, the father abused the shit out of this kid his whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, the kid never kid never went to school, didn't have any friends, like, literally just wasn't schooled. Uh, the father met, made him sleep in a moving box. In a box. In a, in a moving box and would just throw food in there every so often. Uh, and I was like, hold on. You were the sheriff. Why you knew this was happening? <laughs> Why is that man not in jail? Like you, yeah. you didn't try to. Like this is clearly abuse. That's don't tell me how to raise my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is this in a box? It's, it's like so no, wild. you're not. You're not even raising. And they threw in the thing of like because uh, they they talked when he first meets his stepmom. She talks about how he hates TV. Yeah, and then they, yeah. and they bring oh, yeah, that back yeah, with yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. The dad used to throw him in a box and he cut out one hole. So and he, he could and watch TV. TV. It's like what? That's so wild. Uh, so the so he sets up Pete and the CEO. So Pete's out because he fucking attacked the boss. Uh, so he's like, all right, I'm gonna get this fucking job now. But then the uh, guy, he's had this guy working trying to find his dad the whole time. He tells him, hey, I found. He finds a parking ticket. Like a ticket, like a receipt from a parking lot in the mom's purse, mm-hmm. and that leads him to a company, and they track down, like narrow down which parking lots are by hospitals. And that's yeah. how he finds the dad. Yep. So he goes there. Meanwhile, the uh, he he some for some reason he calls the, the or somebody calls the stepmom and tells her that the father had an aneurysm and they need to get to the hospital right away. Yeah. Why I don't a hundred percent know. Well, she just needed to get. I mean, I guess, could have said any emergency or something. But like, well, I don't know why he needed her at the hospital. Oh no, it's because it's the security people that call yeah. because they want to follow her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I got it. He profits already on the, at the hospital. There proceeds to be white privilege again because he just walks in and just says, "I'm a doctor." And he, puts a, well, he does he does put on a white coat. <laughs> What's new? No credentials, Nothing. no badge, no yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm a doctor and I need to see this patient yeah, yeah. right now. And they take him right to him. <laughs> he uh he puts him in a the, the guy doesn't re- like the father doesn't recognize him because the father's kinda out of it. He's also mm-hmm. half burnt. Like yeah. I kind of expected him to be more burnt. If you I, I thought he's face tied to wrapped bed, up or something or yeah. If he's tied to a bed and set on fire, his whole body should be burnt. Yeah. His it's just like half his phase. Uh 
but it's like fucked up. He's like burnt, burnt. Well, so know, he eight. puts him in a wheelchair and takes him out. Now he doesn't notice that it's who he is right away. Yeah, he does eventually, but he doesn't know right away. Uh, they pres- then the mom show the stepmom shows up. And he's mm-hmm. like, "What room is my husband in?" They tell her. Then the security lady and the other guys show up, and he's like, "My sister walked in here, red hair. Which room did she go to?" And they're like, "Right that way." Well, give yeah. them a lot of information. All the information that you can get in in one second. They're just like, "Yeah, man, this is cool. This guy, yeah, they're a lot of friends, pre- a lot of family." They proceed to do a Scooby Doo montage of which room is he? Of going what back? room? That, and like Jim Profit. <laughs> just makes it out of a room before the stepmom walks by who just makes it out of a room before the security got lady and her partner walk by and they do this like out of an elevator different room it's like this oh, whole montage man he takes the father down to this room downstairs and the elevator eventually reveals that hey it's me and the guy he's like oh you don't kill me don't kill me like haven't i suffered enough i've been in pain all this time whatever fuck you sticks him in the needle kills him makes it out barely goes out the window has to jump down barely makes it out Comes back, the mom is like, uh, I know you killed him. Uh, I'm like, I want my money. And he's like packing up her shit. And he's like, I want you out of here by 9 Mm a.m. Take your shit. The apartment's mine. You're not getting any money. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, your wife, he had a life insurance policy of like 30 grand or something like that. You can have that. But everything else, you're not getting shit. Get out of here. She's like, fuck you. I know you killed him. I'm going to, I know you set him on fire, all this shit. I'm just going to go public. And he's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And he takes out the needle that he found. In her, her purse, her heroin and it's syringe, the her- and he's like, "It's going to be filled with potassium that gives a heart attack and traces of heroin, which is from this needle." We everyone knows you're a heroin junkie. Oh, also your fingerprints are on this needle. So if you don't want fucking to go to jail for murder, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um. um so this is uh. So in six days. Jim Prophet starts a job, blackmails somebody, blackmails a, a multiple, blackmails, Bla- blackmails a person. Frames another person, frames two more people, three more people technically. Starts an affair. Starts an affair yeah. with the express purpose of pinning it on another person yeah. to get that person to fight his brother. Yes. And, uh, and, then and murders his dad. Murders his dad in six days. And frames someone for his murder. Yeah. So this is this is Jim. Jim Jim is out here. Jim is, Jim is active. Jim is <laughs> yeah. an active man. Yeah, it's not he's not he's not spending time. You don't see Jim na- oh, and it's in between times alone time, he's naked at his computer. And that is what Jim does when he's alone. He gets naked at his computer and does more research on how he can make this madness happen. And this is this is what makes Jim like really cool. Jim's doing a lot. Jim's doing a lot of stuff at all times that makes the story like move along and it's really quick. And if you don't like pay attention or like look up or, or listen, yeah. then you're gonna miss it. You're gonna like what just happened and how yeah, did you do yeah, that? Yeah. But like if you're if you're active and listening, you're like, dang, like the syringe and oh man, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the impotence and of course <laughs> yeah, she yeah. likes poetry and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah there's the whole poetry thing I forgot about. For sure. Like, there's what? so many, there's so much stuff happening. Here's where I didn't like it. And I kind of get that they had to do something here, but it just felt too forced for me. So he uh, shows up, like, so basically he's killed the father, he's framed Pete, it's all worked out for him. Uh, he's, like, president of acquisitions. Yeah. And then it turns out, no, you're actually just vice president of acquisitions because the guy who he had framed, who's working with the security woman, just gets the job. Yeah. Even though he knows what's up with fucking Jim, mm-hmm. and, uh, but he can't prove it, so he has to fucking, he says a bunch of horseshit like, uh, 
uh, he's like, I'm just here because I hate it when I when I see bad people get away with things or some bullshit. I want to do what's best for the company, but yeah. also like lets him know that he's onto him. But it just felt so forced a, out of nowhere. And he's it was such like, a bad actor. He's terrible. That's right. If <laughs> he was a better bad. actor, this would be better. But, but yeah, it's kind of setting him up for an arch nemesis. But it has to have. So, that's my thing. And like, like if he had just acute, if he had just achieved all his goals in the first episode, yeah. where do you go? Right? Exactly. But I, it just felt like they could have done it. It, for a show that's so intricately written, there would have been a there should have been a better way that that like oh he missed this one thing that allowed him to sneak it you know what I mean like exactly. should have been something there. Um, I'm pretty sure Pete's gonna kill himself or his wife at some point. Um, this is the big reveal that is fucking wild. So he gets to, he has this moment with Jim in the office. He's real fucking. Uh, He's pissed, obviously. He knows that he's onto him. He also has a moment with the security lady where mm. they meet in the parking lot. At some point, there's a moment where she's like, you can't run away from me. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, you're, he's you're, not a, you're not a cop. Yeah, he yeah. absolutely <laughs> can run away from yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> you have no evidence and you haven't been doing much in... But he approaches her in the parking lot and she's like, basically tells him that she, she knows that she's onto him. And he's like... Tells her, hey, I heard your sister's getting out of jail. That's got to be scary for you. I know she used to fucking strangle you or whatever. Like, he just knows everybody's deepest, darkest secrets. So there's that reveal. Yeah. Cut to a montage. It's a, a classic image at this point. Jim naked in front of the computer. Mm. Uh, there's mm. also another image thing that keeps happening on a computer where, like a mold, like a... Uh, like a 3D rendered person, but it's just like lines. It's yeah, just, like just a black wires. frame with wires, except for a, what is supposed to be that person's face, which looks nothing like them. <laughs> it never looks like them at all. Uh, is on the screen. And now there's like one with the, he's like, oh, that's, I need to watch out for her, him, and then the security woman's face. So it's the two of them. He's like, oh, they're my fucking nemesis or whatever. It pans back and we realize that he is in – oh, we actually see him walk into that room. There's a – in his apartment, there's like these bookshelves. Mm-hmm. He slides one to the left. Mm-hmm. He walks into this room. They're like, oh, that's where he has this computer in this yeah. like secret room in his apartment. My problem is if he has this computer with the fucking program on it, why did he need to blackmail that lady to get onto the computer in the first place? But shout out to that lady because she then becomes his secretary. Well, I also on. guess, yes, he does get her promoted to be his secretary. Who And she then also very much throws herself into the work of helping Jim Profit. Yeah, she's, she's along for the ride there's, no, there's a point where she's like, I can't do this. That, that guy's a good man. And then he like blackmails her more. And she's like, all right, I got it. But so I guess also maybe he had to blackmail her first because it was such a minor thing that he knew she'd go along with it. And then that's what get her gets her hooked or whatever. So he's at the computer. He has his little monologue. I don't really remember what he says. It doesn't really matter because I hate the computer. Uh, it then pans back. He gets up naked, walks into a cardboard moving box that's <laughs> yeah. in this room, lays down on a pillow, and goes to sleep. Because mm. apparently he still just – and there's a TV in front of it. He still just sleeps in fucking cardboard boxes like a goddamn psychopath. Stockholm Syndrome. Credits. I was it. like – that it's that it's last it's scene, it's, I was like, oh, shit, I'm into this show. This – that's – that's it, it's it's kind of – it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. It, it's got enough twists and turns and enough like – you kind of believe that Jim Prophet could do anything because he's like done everything yeah, in like yeah, such yeah, a yeah, short yeah. amount of time. There's like, all right, well, what is he going to do next to get there? I mean, the the goal is still kind of dumb of like just being the president the, the of acquisitions. But you know, I what? hear you. But also, I, there's so much I want to know. Yeah. What happened between a child setting his father on fire mm-hmm. or a teenager or whatever and 
Jim walking into this business. What is that life in between? Because oh, clearly it's wild. He never yeah. went to school, and he's clearly not a dumb person. Like, yeah. he can do the job. So, like, I need to know all that shit in between. There, they. I feel that this this uh, was a very successful pilot. Yeah. As far as, like, I'm hooked. I want to know what happens next. I want to know his backstory. The only place where I think this fails is... I don't give a shit about any of the other characters. None. A little bit of the secretary. This, I feel like she could be interesting. Maybe the security guard. I think she the most, could get there, but yeah. she's not there yet. Her, I mean, her sister thing is probably the most interesting sure. thing. Like, are they going to bring back the? What's the? I feel like she has there? to if yeah. she's getting out of if they're laying the groundwork for getting out of jail. She's going to show up, I think. Yeah. Uh, but like, so she, yeah, she could be a good nemesis if she get if they kind of get her there. Yeah. But like. The fucking guy who's his boss now. I don't give a shit about him. No. The CEO, Pete. Pete yeah, I don't care. I don't about care him. about Pete's dick or his wife. Uh, but I feel like Jim's machinations are interesting enough that I'm like, I want to know where this goes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like in and excited to watch these next uh, yeah. six more episodes. Yeah, because I, I don't know the the, the possibility is just endless of what Jim could do. Yeah, and, and like, so we got to know how 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 is he able to do these things? Yeah, yeah. They gave us an episode of backstory that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. If they also give us just more drama and like. Jim. We're crazy. He fucks his mom in the first episode. What's episode two? Like Come I need, you know what I'm saying? I'm very curious to see where this goes. I, uh, I I didn't think he was actually gonna go through fucking his mom, and then there's like, oh, oh yeah, he's he, fucking his mom. <laughs> this is this is this is this is this is '96. I don't, yeah, I don't, for sure. It's very ahead of its time in that way. Like this is the shield in many ways uh, where you have a hero but his your hero is a villain your hero is yeah. a bad person he kills his dad in the first episode now clearly his dad had it coming someone mm-hmm. but like he's like i don't blame him for setting his dad on fire i'm actually i have gone on record and i'll go on record uh, again if you are a victim of domestic abuse mm-hmm. in most of those cases you are someone who is being overpowered or at least emotionally or physically like in a position where you can't fight back yes Set them on fire while they sleep. Yeah. That is a classic method. They gotta sleep, and you got gasoline. Set them on fire while they sleep. I stand by that. I stand by that message. Chris Cube is twenty twenty. <laughs> set, set them on fire while they sleep. Uh, uh, but that being said, so that I don't necessarily blame him for. He mm. was a wild abuse victim, but now you just murdered a, a, a man who's in the hospital. Like that's you didn't have to do that. You did that to protect yourself and to continue your machinations. So that becomes like a villainous act. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see where the show goes. Yeah, I, 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 this, this is cool. I mean, it's, it's all about profit, though. It is all about Jim oh, profit and, and just what, what, what he's gonna do next. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody will step up and be like a cool, I don't know, nemesis to him. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not there. It's not there yet. But like, Jim's definitely the guy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's making everything happen. Lord. Everything. Anything you want to plug? Uh, this will be out in like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. <laughs> Uh, if you're in the Austin area, I'll be opening for, dang, uh, Brad, Brad Wenzel at the Valve next week. That's the February the 7th and eight, or 8th and 9th, something like that. Uh, the 6th is Wednesday. Oh, uh, yes. Then those dates. Yeah. And then also every Saturday at Fallout Theater, I'll be in an improv, improv uh, black exploitation film before your eyes called Super Black. It's going to be great. Uh, I get to, you know, I will play a pimp, a, a disco man, or, I don't know, a guy addicted to heroin. So come see my characters. Come see what I can do. It'll be great. Awesome. I'll wear a lot of heels. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Check that out for sure. I am... 
Uh, so this coming Wednesday is the Sting, as always, first Wednesday of the month. So that's going to be funny as hell. we got a really good lineup, so check that out at King B Lounge. That's on the 6th. I've got a bunch of shows listed on ChrisCubitsComedy.com. I can't remember all of them, but I'm all over the place. I just booked this as a little out, but I'm going to be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati April 11th through the 14th. Something like that. I'll throw it up on the website soon. Uh, so check me out there. Headline in that club. And if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Do all that good stuff. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. It super helps. And we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.